Welcome to Faith at Eight. I'm Shanna. I'm Jill. We are two friends helping turn your eyes from the world to the Word through candid conversations fueled by Jesus and more Jesus. Today on Faith at Eight, we're talking about Daughters of Grace, Leah. She's a professional one. I'm just here for entertainment purposes. How we make it work. So last episode, we were taught when we were talking about Daughters of Grace, we were talking about Rachel. The younger sister. Yes. And today we're talking about Leah, the older sister. And it's interesting how in these stories we get to see, um, you know, these differences between yes. these two sisters and, and what was going on and how they must have felt being thrust into this situation that neither mm-hmm. of them wanted to be in. No. But I uh, I don't know. I love Leah. Yeah. I love you Leah. Know. I really do. I have a special spot in my heart for yeah. her. Because despite the fact that her circumstances were not what she wanted, she still praised God through all of it. Yes. She praised, she she saw her children as a blessing from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and despite the fact that this is all not going the way she had planned, uh, she was definitely thrust into what not what she had planned. I'm sure she was told her whole entire life, oh, your sister's so beautiful, but beauty is fleeting. Mm-hmm. Um, although I use all the creams to try to keep it as long as I can. Um Oh, I got like a steamer for my face now and like a wand. Like I got all the things. I'm almost, we're almost 40. Like I, I started like really kicking this skincare okay. thing in high gear. Um, beauty is fleeting at the end of the day. And what I love is that despite all, despite the circumstance, she does see everything from God from blessing mm-hmm. and she praises him through it all. All of it. And I just think that is just such a testament um, to her faith. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in that situation, all of a sudden she suddenly is a bride on what was supposed to be her sister's wedding day, right? And she's in this situation. It's not like you can just, it's not like she had a say to go back and be like, oh, hang on a second. This isn't what I wanted. She had to follow the direction of Yeah, there was no, if anyone here (laughs) is not okay with this marriage, speak now or forever. They didn't say that back then. Like that was not part of the wedding ceremony. Yeah. And so looking at it from- Maybe it should have been (laughs) from that aspect is Leah was like, okay, I'm here. And this is what we're doing. Knowing that her husband does not love her. Doesn't want her. Doesn't at all. want her. has no desire. Actually wants her sister. And so they're sitting there knows he worked seven years for her. And now he's got me who he does not love and is yes. deciding I'm going to work seven more years. So then I can because have I her still, too. I still want her. I still want her. And, you know, Leah sitting there understanding and being completely obedient to God and going to God and saying, listen, this is the situation, but I am here. What can I do? And because of that faithfulness, then she is blessed with children. Yes. And now Rachel's sitting there going, uh, I want kids. Yeah. And so there's that envy. There's that bitterness. There's these emotions that come up as she's watching essentially her sister have the life that she envisioned that she was going to have. Right. And, and I think it's interesting that... It doesn't really talk a lot about Rachel praising God through it all. True. It talks about Leah praising God through it all. And so, so, you know, she's in this position where Jacob did not choose her. He did not want her, but God still chose her to be a part of the bloodline of Jesus, the Messiah. And and when you think of that, it's Mm -hmm. like, wow. Like, okay, so... And you don't know that. Like, it's not like Leah knew, oh, but it's okay because one day my in my bloodline is going to be the Messiah. She still had to be faithful through it, not knowing right. no that idea. God would use her um, to, to, have, to one day have, you know, Jesus be a part of 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think I and got the words right. It's okay. It's okay. We, we pieced it together. So on today's word game with Faith and Eight. But the understanding too is like, I, I love this part of Old Testament study because they haven't yet met the Messiah. No. You know? So they're doing all of this in complete faith. And yet we get to go and read back and be like, oh, look at yeah. the bloodline. This is so cool. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. They are yeah. acting in complete faith that what they are doing is God's plan and that design, even though they have no idea what it looks like. So Leah sitting there and being obedient yes. is acting out that plan yes. in complete faith. And it's just, it's so beautiful to yes. see Leah work that out. And I, and I think it is a reminder to me that, you know, these two sisters are both in a position they don't want to be in, mm -hmm. caused by their father. They're both not happy with the situation. They both have um, certain feelings around it. You know, mm -hmm. one feels unseen for not because she doesn't have children. The other one feels unseen because her husband doesn't love her. Um, yet because, and I, God is so faithful that God gave Leah a purpose that was greater than what she could have ever dreamed of. Like, mm -hmm. she just wants to be married and have children, but with a man that loves her, she ends up being married and having children with a man that doesn't love her, because, but it's okay because the plan that God had was so much greater than hers. And so mm -hmm. how many times in our life is the plan that God had for us so much greater than the one we have, and the thing keeping us from reaching that is the fact that we are not being faithful, that we're not yes. praising him through the trials. We're not praising him through it all. So would the roles been reversed? Would Rachel have been the one that was used if she would have praised him all the way through it? Think like, like who, who can God use? Can God use right. the one that is praising him all the way through it? Or the one that's grumbling because she doesn't get, and God still blesses her and, and yes. Rachel has, does walk with the Lord, but Leah praises him through it all. Yes. And I love that reflection on praising no matter what, no matter mm -hmm. how hard it is and understanding that even when you're in a trial, even when you're in a storm yes. is you can have praise and gratitude. And Jeff and I watched a, a movie last night and during it, um, one of the, the characters had said, you have two choices. You can have gratitude for the time that you did have, or you can be angry about the, the things that you missed out on. Yes. And thinking about just life in that terms, you know, you can have gratitude for what is going on, even if it is a struggle, even if it is one of those valleys, finding the gratitude in it instead of the anger, because yeah. the anger, that's, that's not where we're supposed to sit. And seeing how Leo truly sat in that gratitude of saying, this isn't the situation, but I'm still leaning into God. I'm still leaning into this plan. Yeah. And I want to actually paraphrase something written in the, the Daughters of Grace, because I don't think I could say it better because mm -hmm. we all know that how I am with rambling, but it says times when we compared our life to someone else, times when we felt rejected and times we felt that we never measured up, but God has a purpose for each of us uniquely created us to fulfill the role that he has made us for. Um, we can praise him because even if life is not exactly the way that we had planned, his plan is perfect. And so like we can see, oh yeah, we totally relate with Leah. Mm -hmm. um, but our lives are not, he never pr promised perfection in our lives. Right. He did, pr he did promise us a perfect plan though. Mm -hmm. His plan, not our plan. Yeah. And I just think it's beautiful. So as we, you know, talk about um, Leah in contrast with Rachel and, and really sit back and reflect and 
where do you identify with both of them, mm -hmm. right? It's not about, oh, you know what? I'm Leah, I'd be totally like there and always going to go. No, <laughs> sometimes I waver, I am imperfect, yeah. right? But really identifying, but also seeing how God saw both of them. Yes. And how, you know, both of them, talking about the comparison trap, right? Yes. Getting stuck in, well, Leah sitting there probably thought at one time, Rachel has everything. And then at one time, Rachel was like, but Leah has everything I'm supposed to have, yes. right? And how often do we get stuck in yes. that? Yes. comparison trap ourselves when we should be going to gratitude and going to God and saying, this is everything you have given me. Now, what direction, where am I supposed to go? Lead me, guide me, follow me, you know, use me. And what does that look like? But really reflecting on, you know, it's not about just saying, Oh, I feel like right. me or I feel like Rachel. Huh, it's kind of Yeah. Because they both have struggles and it, mm -hmm. it's, you know, we live in a social media word world where you, you do that scroll and you see people mm -hmm. and you don't know what's really happening. No. Like, like you don't really know what's happening. That That is their highlight reel. That is probably about 10% of their life. You don't know what's happening going on the other 90%. And they have struggles and trials too. And they have insecurities too. And they have things that are not going perfect in their life. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that is just all part of it. And so we so often compare our 100% to their 10%. And, and that's just not realistic. Right. And we are going to get, we will get lost, um, in that and lose sight of God's plan for us yeah. and, and get so far off course of the destiny that he created us for, because we're so busy focusing on someone else's highlight reel. We're not even living our own lives. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as somebody who uses their social media platform mm -hmm. daily I even know that I can't show everything on no. social media because that would be impossible. I would literally need a camera to follow me around at all times. And I try to be authentic and transparent, but that's impossible because I still, I owe the time to my family yes. to be with my family. And so I am not on 24 seven and it yes. doesn't mean that I'm trying to hide anything. It just means yes. that I'm honoring the other parts of my life that aren't necessarily on social media. Yes. So when I see that as somebody who really tries to be authentic and transparent and you only see about 10% of my life. Yeah. It's my understanding that when I see somebody else's, I know they could be trying their hardest to be authentic and we still don't see everything that's yeah. going on, but we're comparing to, oh, this is what I'm seeing when I window shop. Yes. Look at this is what I'm seeing. Yes. You know, but if you actually go into the house, you go into the shop and yeah. you're like, oh, wow. Okay. This looks a lot different. Yeah. And wow, that's a lot more expensive than I thought it would be. Cause the, <laughs> you know, the, there it's, we shouldn't be putting more than 10% of our life on social media mm -hmm. because then we are bowing at the, the social media. Like we are just making an idol. We're making an idol mm -hmm. out of it. Absolutely. Yep. And, and there is a degree of privacy that should be put out there. There are certain things that to respect my husband, to respect my children that I shouldn't be putting out there. Um, to res th There's parts of my story that I don't talk about, not because I want to hide them, because mm -hmm. it, it involves other people too. And I need to be respectful of the, the other people and not reveal parts of their story um, because it's not my, that, that part is not mine to tell. And, and it's okay to only tell, give 10%. We should only give 10% but we can't get so fixated on someone else's 10%. Um, and, and just know that if we, if we do, we need to then fix our eyes and go back to God. We need to, um, we need to, because, you know, God sees us through all of it and we are his beloved children. Yeah. 
we're not what the world says we are. We're his beloved. We're not an Instagram influencer. We're not mother of the year. We're not homeschool mom. We're not um, a recovering addict. We're not, hey, I made all these mistakes or I'm the most beautiful woman in the world. We are blessed children of God. And when we see it through that lens, instead of seeing it through the lenses, the filters of, of social media, it just takes on a very different appearance and it, it takes on a very different plan and purpose and walk day to day. And you know, the words itself that social media uses, yes. followers, filters, you're never like, what are you following? Right? Yes. The filter, what filters are you using? And you know, if you can sit back and be like, whoo, okay, hang on. I am a follower of Christ. Yes. Right. The filter that I am seeing life through, I want that filter to be that of a Christian. Yes. But you know, the world tells us and, and changes those meanings, right? Mm -hmm. Suddenly it is all about followers. I want all these followers really. Well, I don't, see my value in how many followers I have. Yes. I see my value in how am I speaking to people utilizing whatever platform that is to have them understand what it means to be Christian. And, and how do I do that? It's not about the number. It's what, like you said, what are we doing with yes. that? And you know, if I'm using filters, not the, the photo filters, but the filter of when I'm posting something, am I using the filter of a Christian? Or yes. am I putting all my goodies out there on yes. Instagram, right? So looking at that as well is it's not just like cute words. Yes. We can see this through a Christian perspective and say, wait a minute, what are we really putting out there? Yeah, and I love that because also when we're taking things in, yes. not just when we're putting things out there, mm -hmm. but when we're taking things in and we're putting things out there, there's a lot of things that sound really, really good and mm -hmm. friendly and biblical, but are we putting them through the filter of the Bible? And because once we put it through the filter of the Bible, it's a lie. It's true. It is a wolf in sheep's clothing. Um, and and the Bible warns us about that. And there are so many things that are being, that are infiltrating the church. They're infiltrating the Christian community because they look really good or they sound really good. But once you put it through the filter of the Bible, it's complete false. It's 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 a complete fallacy, and it's not actually and and. We start identifying ourselves as the wrong thing, and we start we start identifying with what the world says we are instead of what God says we are. God does not call us by our sin. God does not call us by our sexuality. God does not call us by our gender. God does not call us by our name. And I could that list could go on and on and on. And He doesn't call us by any of that. He calls us by our name. Mm -hmm. And and when we forget that, when we lose sight of that, we will lose sight of Him. Yeah. I had to take a few notes there. I was like, these are some good notes. But um, going back to that filter when we take things in, yes. I remember a couple months back that there was some, uh, there was like an Instagram feed that was saying some things. And when I, I looked at it, I was like, ooh, they're coming forward as I'm a Christian trying to teach people, but mm -hmm. the way that they were teaching put shame on some other yeah. people. And I was like, I understand what they're trying to do, but I don't feel good about learning information through mm -hmm. that filter of yes. shame. So I said, you know what? I'm going to take this information and I'm going to do my own study. I'm going to go and, and make my opinion about whatever this situation was and then decide. But it was interesting because that was one of the first times that I felt that filter come up on me that said, this is something that says it's Christian, yes. but this doesn't feel Christian. Like yes. this doesn't feel that way. And then I had that choice. Am I just going to go here and, and down that rabbit hole because, right. well, it has the label of Christian. Absolutely. Or am I going to say, 
hang on a second, can I look at this through a different lens so that I'm getting what they're trying to say, but is it through a Christian lens? Yeah, and it, it starts helping us realize that we need to, there's a methodology in apologetics called chew and spit. We need to chew the meat, but we need to spit out the bones. Mm -hmm. And so often what we do is we're like, oh, I'm not going to chew any of that because there's a part of that that's bad. Mm -hmm. and, and so we don't take any of it in. Or, or we do the opposite. We're going to take it all in because it looks, it looks really good. And, and there is a, it can be both. Yes. A site can say it's Christian and be Christian, but have some things in there that don't quite align. Because yeah. guess what? That person that put up that Christian Instagram, they're human. Human. They are not Jesus. Human. Jesus does not have an Instagram account, guys. Um, so, so <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't. I don't think he does. Um, but he you know, doesn't, but you know, how funny it would be if Jesus had an Instagram account like this whole funny. time and he'd be, <laughs> sorry. Okay. It would going. be interesting, but thinking about this. you know what I mean? And then there's, and, and it goes both ways He'd and it's have interesting. The best reels. He would have some really good reels. Look at that hair. Come on now. Um, but, but it's very often times we reject both yes. and we've talked a lot of here that tension of Christianity is grace and truth. And there's this, this tension before it. And there's a lot of people that, um, are Christian and they're doing the best they can with what they know yes. and they want to spread that message. And, and in that spreading, they either give way too much grace or they give way too much, um, truth. And, and that doesn't make them bad Christians. Mm -hmm. It makes them humans. And so it's not, it's not their responsibility to feed us. It's not their responsibility to, to, to go and give us the information. It's their responsibility to, it's our, I'm sorry, it's our responsibility to take it and then to filter it through the Bible and chew what's good and spit out what's bad. And, and I have had some, uh, some Instagram accounts that are very, very reformist, very uh, far, far on the truth side mm -hmm. that I've gotten some really great information yes. from that doesn't make me all of a sudden agree with everything they said. I can mm -hmm. still learn a nugget from them and then be like, yeah, but that's not, that doesn't line up with me. Um, and, and move forward in my walk and grow in my walk. And I've yeah. also had someone that is very, it, I call it fluffy Christianity. It's like all rainbow and, and glitter Sometimes Christianity. Sometimes you need it though. Sometimes you need but that you little, can, like. But you can take that in and yeah. go, okay, this part of it is good. Okay, yeah. this part is maybe not very biblically sound. <laughs> But this part is good and it can lead me to more. It can exactly. lead me to the truth. That nugget can lead me to, it is, you know, the Bible is a light onto our path. I'm sorry, a light onto our feet and a lamp onto our path. It is not a spotlight. It is not a floodlight that shows us everything. And so sometimes that little nugget of, the little nugget of truth that's in that big fluffy ball mm -hmm. can be just a, a light onto our next step. And that, that big, oh, that's a big ball of truth over there, yes. can be the next light. And we yes. can take both and and learn and grow from both of them. And so it, it is a it is a balance on our own part mm -hmm. of, okay, how do I balance out how much grace I'm taking in and how much truth I'm taking in? Because yes, God loves all of us, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that we're all getting to go to heaven. There's still a role of responsibility on our own part. And yes, salvation it is is part of the journey, but it doesn't mean the second we mess up on it, it's all of a sudden escaped us and it's gone. Yeah. And, and, and we need to realize that there is a balance between the two and it doesn't make the people that give out the wrong information bad people. Um, and I think there is a, an issue with the progressive church right now and they're teaching a lot of things that aren't biblically sound. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that is really sad and scary. I don't want to say scary because we should fear nothing. Um, but, but that is... 
that is a lot going on with that. And it is, but it's, we can't blame the progressive church. We have to take on our own responsibility in our walk yep. and in our faith. We have to take on that responsibility of, okay, I know that in the Bible, it tells us that there will be wolves in sheep's clothing. I can't blame the wolf because God told me in the Bible that was going to happen. I have to be discerning mm -hmm. so that I can filter out and find the wolves amongst the sheep. We're so used to, but if I tell this, this must be the truth and I'm going to go with it. And we have to remember we're supposed to sit in the word for the truth. And when yes. people come to me and ask me questions, I will say, I'm not going to tell you the answer. Mm -hmm. I will tell you where I found my answer. Mm -hmm. And I want you to be able to figure it out. We can have a discussion, but I want to talk about it after you've actually mm -hmm. looked at what it is. Because a, a few people have come to me, um, especially with, with my past, that I talked a little bit yeah. about on spiritual warfare. And instead of saying, oh, well, this is what I believe now. I'm right. still human. I'm right. still working through all of the beliefs and, and everything to, to find what that truth is based in scripture. And I know that God has a plan for other people as well. So the best thing that I personally can do is say, you've got to go to the word. Here's some resources I've used, but go to word, the word and, and pray that your answer will be revealed to you because your answer may be different than what I am yes. guided to because I also don't know the situation. I may know that 10% that I've seen about on social media or even mm -hmm. in friendships or relationships, but I don't know that full spectrum, but God does. So God will lead you to what that answer is. And it's okay to be wrong and learn from oh, it. Yes. I Have you been wrong? Yes. Oh, I recently just on the Q&A talked about how mm -hmm. I I have read in multiple occasions, I've read multiple commentaries, I've read multiple things that may, led me to believe and agree the fact that the first five, five books of the New Testament are the gospel. And I believed it not because someone told me so, because in my studying, that is what I found to be true. And as I continue to study the Bible, as I continue to grow in my own walk, I now don't believe that's true anymore. I believe that the whole book is the gospel because Jesus is interwoven in all of it. From Genesis all the way to Revelation, Jesus is in there. In the beginning of the Bible, it says we will make them in our image. Not my image, mm -hmm. but our image. Well, who is God talking about? He's talking about him and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. So there's so many times that I see, wow, that may not be accurate. And in the last Q&A that we did, I... I talked about, yeah. I, I think my opinions changed on this. It doesn't make all of a sudden that, oh, now I'm going to hell because I screwed that one up and told the people no. the wrong information. No, it's part of your journey. It is okay to be wrong and take a different path. It is okay. And so often we, we lock our feet and we just draw this line in the sand and we just cement our feet mm -hmm. in because we're like, but I said that was true once, so now it must always be. Who says who? Yes. There are, there are Christians that at once upon a time I followed and I don't follow it all anymore because their path is taking them on this. I'm like, that doesn't look like Christianity anymore. That might not be a good fit for me. Yep. And, and, and if we cement ourselves, we're going to miss the opportunity to learn. We've talked about this with our journey. If you asked me three years ago, I would have told you, you are on crack if you think I would ever homeschool my children. I would meet homeschool families and be like, God bless you. I can never do that. I don't think I like them enough. And, and of course, I love my children. I just could never envision. And now, if you ask me now, I could never envision putting them back in school. Now, one day, God might convict me to do that. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's going to happen, but I could be wrong. He might convict me to do that. But that's not where I'm at right now. It is okay to learn something new and say, <laughs> just kidding, guys. That's what I said then. But this is what I've learned now. If I was the same person that I was 10 years ago. I was the same person I was three years ago. 
but that's the thing is we should be growing and learning. Yes. And being open to, you know what? I was wrong in my thinking about that. And this yes. is what I understand now. Make that normal. Yes. Make that the normal conversation. Instead. Mic drop. <laughs> like instead of, of making it like, oh, hey, you know what, Shanna? I know that I said this, but make it be like, you know what I learned? This is what I learned. And this is what I understand is the truth. And mm -hmm. make that normal. Absolutely. Let's close out, Leah. That was good. Yeah. Spicy. It's okay, Leah. Rachel only got like 15 minutes and you got like 20. We so it's okay. We love you. Mm -hmm. Even we if Jacob didn't. We see you. We see you, girl. Just like Jesus did. Just like God did. Beloved, beloved child of God. Got a little tongue tied there. Okay. So, um, dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this time together, Lord. Thank you so much for the blessings that you continue to pour out over us every single day. Um, every time that we join together and worship you and just speak about your word, Lord, we grow more um, into who you created us to be, Lord. And we know that there are going to be times throughout our lives where we do feel like um, when we compare ourselves to someone else's life, that we feel rejected, that we feel like we don't measure up, Lord, but remind us in those moments that we still have a purpose, a purpose that you created us for, that you uniquely created us to fulfill, and a role that you created us to fulfill, Lord. Let us be reminded of that, and let us not call ourselves what the world calls us, but call ourselves um, beloved children of God. Call us by the name that you gave us, Lord. Let us praise you in all things, um, even the times of trials, even the times of suffering, because we know that you will use those as a testimony to lead more people to you, Lord. Um, we're so grateful in the way that even though things don't go the way that we planned, it always goes the way you planned and that your plan is perfect and that when we mess up, you redirect us and you never give up on us. We're so grateful for that. We're so grateful for the blessing um, that we have a father that loves us perfectly, even though we're imperfect, that never gives up on us, that never forsakes us, that never leaves us, that always sees us. Thank you so much for that, Lord. And thank you so much for your one and only son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for us, even though we didn't deserve it then, and we don't deserve it now. And it is in his name that we pray. Amen. Amen. I don't even know who's next, but this is good. If you enjoyed today's episode, there's a few things we would love for you to do. Share with a friend, like, and subscribe to our channel on YouTube or Apple Podcast, which has new episodes every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern, or find us live on Instagram on Fridays at 8 a.m. Eastern. Whatever you do, do it in faith.